Welcome to Lakes United We Stand podcast brought to you by Red Army Bet, the betting site for United fans where you can get special bets, all special bets, best odds and offers on Manchester United games and also the added bonus of profit sharing back out to football fans community. So go onto the website www.redarmybet.com and have a look on there. Um, we're just outside after the game at Old Trafford, Manchester United 2, Leicester 0. With me is uh, Anshaw, John Ashton and uh, Anthony Bloom. We're going to have a quick chat about the game in a minute, but uh, before we got to that, I just thought we'd uh, we'd pick up on a couple of big sort of events this week, um, a couple of cup draws that uh, created a bit of opinion. So we'll obviously start with the big one, um, Burton Albion at home. How how horny are you for that right now? Well, I think it, this is the problem with this job, selling the mag. I mean, it's going to be a grim night that, and it wouldn't be so bad if you could just leave work, go home, have your tea, and get you know get on the train to United or whatever. But I've I've got to be here at half past four, so it's going to be shit. <laughs> yeah, like you're going to be here at half four. Yeah, I'll be sat on that step over there at half four. You'll be here about quarter past five. Well, yeah, that's right. Yeah, proper hobo. Doves, you love a good home cup draw, don't you? I just can't wait for them to bring 8,000 fans singing about how they support the local team, even though they took 33 to Cardiff in the last round. Was that, was that actually true? I, I heard it on the They took 33 yeah. fans, yeah. And they get an average home attendance of 5,000, and we've given them a, um, 6,000 tickets. And they'll sell so out, won't crap. It's going to be good watching, to be fair. You'll play a full strength team, won't it? We'll probably decimate now. How do you know this stuff? <laughs> I've got a baby now. I don't know. <laughs> how many tickets, Bert? <laughs> he, he doesn't go out and he's not been to work for three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's we'd have liked an away game somewhere, wouldn't we? Yeah, too. I uh, can't be asked for that. And that's two sets of debits coming out straight away. Yeah, you in the cup so. scheme. Ryan O'Neill off the bus actually the night before tweeted, I can't wait for thirty quid to go out of my account tomorrow morning for Bert and Albion at home. He actually put that up the night before. <laughs> so um Mm-hmm. Auto Cup scheme gets a bit of bad, uh, bit of bad press, but it's the only fair way to do it, isn't it? When it comes to aways and finals and stuff, there was a lot of people kicking off last year about it. Yeah, That's exactly. I, don't have a, I don't have a problem with it per se. It's just how they take it out straight the day after. Like this, that game's about nearly a month away. That Champions League one. So like, do it a week before or something like that. But it's, that's the only problem I have with it, really. I just, it's one of the things that it. Cup allocations are always oversubscribed, so it's, it's only fair that cup final tickets go to people who can be asked going to games like Burton. So I, I've got no problem with the automatic cup scheme here. Be going whether it's um, whether you had to pay or not. So I think it, yeah, I think it's alright. He takes these sort of games seriously, Mourinho, doesn't he? So he's not going to, uh, he, you know, we'll want to defend that trophy, won't he? He will, but I, I do think um, there's compared to last year. I think there's a lot more players knocking on the door of the first team, so. I do think um, we will be experimenting a bit, definitely. Yeah, no Scott's doubt about it. of yeah. going to find that competition anyway. So. Yeah, of course yeah. it is. Um, just one last thing on this. Um, what did you make of it being uh, the draw being at quarter past four in the morning in a foreign country? Well, it's, I'd rather him do that than have a, a game in a foreign country at that time. So, I mean, we, we've football sold it sold a long time ago, didn't it? It's not pointless moaning about it now. Yeah. Those you were probably up, weren't you? I was going to say three called baby hours. Well, up for it, so. <laughs> Yeah, um, it just goes to show though, don't it? They'll, they'll, there's obviously very little interest in it. They're trying to send it abroad, get some hype it up a little bit. What's but it called now? Carabao. Cup. And what? What do they do? Is that like a shit Red Bull? <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Mexican thing. <laughs> right, is it? <laughs> Yeah, that's our overseas correspondent talking there on all things overseas. Obviously, that's the uh, league. When is that? Um, is that in a couple of weeks' time? 
Yeah, I think it's end of September, isn't it? early October. Yon's your man for that. I yeah. don't have a clue. It's not far away. Um, obviously, the big event in the week then in terms of Cup draws, um, United back in the Champions League. And um, I think it's fair to say that we came out of that in terms of the teams that we're playing in really good shape. Yeah, we did. It's, I think it's a shame we haven't got um, one of the big teams at home. My ideal draw was um, a, a very good team from pot one that we could test ourselves against, have um, a meaningful, you know, really meaningful night at Old Trafford rather than um, one where we go through the motions. Um, and I would have liked um, poorer teams in three and four because I think CSK showed us a few years ago that they're no mugs. So I, it is a good draw. You can't complain. We should get through, but. Like I said, I, I will miss um, not having a, a big team because I, I enjoyed that Real Madrid game the other week, even though, you know. It was good test, to see United going to the sofa half an hour. Yeah, it? definitely. And um, it's, it's been a long time since we've had a, um, a very good team at home in the Champions League. So yeah. I think Real Madrid, last one. Yeah, agreed. John, thoughts on it? Should get out of that with no problems, oh, shouldn't they? Comfortably should get out of it. Although last time we uh, had Basel and Benfica, we didn't end up getting out, did we? But it's a different proposition, this current United team. Now. The manager will be delighted with it. From a fan point of view, because I won't be doing any of the away trips. Personally, I was the same as Ant. I wanted a, you know, a bit more of a glamour side, but trudging to Old Trafford in the dark to watch CSK, Benfica, Basel. But you, that's that's the way the, the the groups generally are a procession, now, aren't they? You don't really get any uh, any real glamour ties until you get into, into after Christmas in the second round. Any thoughts on that, Bloomy? We should no. get out of that. Yeah, yeah, we should do. Like John said, we've we've had a couple of them before in the same all in the same group, wasn't it? So. Uh, that that was shit last time because we weren't good enough team then, but we've, we're capable of getting out of that group. Something it. I can't. I don't know. I can't remember the support, but some complete and utter virgin put um, United's last ten European Champions League groups <laughs> going on about, and it was it was under the it was clearly hinting that. Uh, no, ironically, it, it was a Liverpool fan yeah, talk, yeah, talking about easy that. European cup draws. They once got through on the fucking cutting a deck of cards through, didn't they, or something like that. You won the European Cup doing that. <laughs> well, um, well um, the thing is, though, is, is it, when you actually look back, though, one thing you did list, I was looking back at all them thinking, Do you know what, there is actually a load of shit games in there, but it can't be rigged because uh, if anyone was doing things on our behalf, they'd have sent us to Kluge at least six in times in ten. You're in it every year, you're going to get easier games, aren't you? So, so yeah, well, someone else did, did, point, uh, did point that out. Um, from a trip point of view, uh, which is obviously the important bit. I reckon it's. I mean, Mos- Moscow can just do one. Um, you know, I didn't. Even, and Moscow was shit when we won it there, so it was not going to be any good <laughs> in a fucking group game. But I think Moscow, obviously, with it being the second game, get that done and out of the way it gives people a time to get a bit of coin. But Lisbon's usually a, a really popular home for United fans, and obviously Basel we've been there a few times. It's not a bad old place. So I think in terms of the draw and the trips. I think uh, it could have been a lot, lot better than what it panned out to be. But Benfica definitely be a good trip for uh, for the United fans that are going out there. Lisbon's a top, top city. Um, boozing around the port and around the Dockers area, it'll be a be a good trip. All that. So, were you disappointed you're not going to get out to see the family? <laughs> Move on. <laughs> <laughs> Move on. Yeah, we will do. I'll be coming back to you in a minute. Um, we've just watched United there. Uh, in a, what I thought was a really good game of football, put Leicester City away uh, by two goals to nil. Um, and are you with me that it was a decent game? Yeah, we played we played really well as well. Really persistent, just kept going. Um, such a, um, a great option, Rashford off the bench, and in the end he was decisive. It was his um, fresh legs and 
quickness that eventually opened them up, weren't it? Definitely. Yeah. John, I, we were talking as we were walking back up to the studio and we both said that was a really, really decent game of football. No, I thought we played well. Like I said, I think we were better than we were when we won 4-0 last week. What the most pleasing thing was that, you know, you've missed a chance, you've missed a penalty. They just still kept going and, always, you know, there was no panic, there was no oofing the ball up. They, just, they always looked like we were going to score at some point. And Ant was saying on the way in there that that was the sort of game last year, you know, we'd have come away nil nil and not created a chance in the second half. So I thought we played well. Yeah. I uh, can't see anybody saying that on match of the day later tonight uh, or on uh, whatever Sunday supplement tomorrow. Um, Bloomy, good to see United sticking to the guns and grinding out a win there, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm glad he, um, I'm glad he pulled Rashford this time because it looked like he was struggling a bit in the last couple of games. So it's, I thought he made a good decision bringing him on the last half hour. Um, I thought we were a bit sloppy at first, the first 20 minutes or so. And Valencia was a bit, that was one of these poorer games as well. I, I still thought we were going to you know, win it in the end, and luckily we did, so it was all right. I think the only thing yeah. that let us down today was the delivery from out wide, especially off yeah. set pieces and things mm-hmm. like that, which was something we did quite well against mm-hmm. Leicester last year. They, they're quite well known for conceding off set pieces, so that was a little bit disappointing, but overall, like I said, can't do yeah, it. Yeah, it was um, Blind and Valencia's delivery was really bad today. I, I can't, I mean, it, mm-hmm. it, I don't want to start getting into 82 crosses v Fulham type of territory, but. Um, we probably did have quite a lot of crosses, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, um, definitely. And round the back, and, and did opportunities not too, as well. And there's so many times that Valencia today had space to cross, but decided to run towards the man and do his usual move to the right and smash it low. Um, he should just trust his delivery a bit more and cross it in when he's got that space um, from from a bit deeper if needed. Just mix it up a bit. I found I found him really. Um, I knew what we were doing before. They played very, very narrow though, didn't they, Leicester? Yeah, I think yeah. they thought themselves the we'd be better off trying to get them out wide because you know how bad they are out wide than yeah. doing things through and the to middle. To be fair, that did, I think I, I saw some punditry that highlighted that last week and the United fans are going mad um, saying, you know, we've just won 4 0 and match of the day criticised. I think it was Jermaine Je- well, Jenis. And um, yeah, I think he was right. I think um, United don't don't stretch him enough with the full backs and when we do the crossing's terrible it really yeah. is yeah yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong in pundits saying we think United can actually do even better having no, just won yeah. two games and that, that's my moaning over by the way definitely yeah, for today because <laughs> we've just won a, you know yeah. again and don't want to come and across as that all the three there they are this out of the three that we've had so you know they're not a bad side them, so I it's thought a good they played well they were, they were certainly yeah. physical they were yeah. certainly <laughs> throwing themselves and committing and I thought they broke well as mm. well yeah yeah they were Yeah, that, that grey was really good as well he's He's a good little player. And I thought our centre-half was fantastic again though today, especially yeah. Bayern in that first half. Mm. You know, we're not going to concede a lot of goals this year, United. Again, they, you know, pot shots today, there was not really a lot of chances created for, by Leicester. You know, they're quite dangerous, aren't they? They still scored a few goals. They went to Arsenal and scored three the other week. So I think that's the, uh, the most pleasing thing to, for the start of the season, me, is the Jones-Bayer partnership. Yeah. I think he's our, he's our best signing since... Probably Van Persie Bailey. I just can't get over how good he is. Like there was times today where I, I saw someone mention that, you know, how, how well Phil Jones has come on, and he has, but he's still nowhere near. I always Bailey think Phil Jones me. is going to play well because of who he's playing next yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, and mm. honestly, whenever a striker came up against Bailey today, mm. you just know he's going to get the ball off him. And um, you know, I was a bit worried about at times about Mares running at Jones, but Bailey's. It wouldn't concern me in the slightest if he was. The signs of a partnership there, though, you know, like in a way that all the best centre half partnerships are ones where they complement each other a little bit. Buying that first half today was almost Ferdinandesque the way sometimes he read the game and brought the ball out of defence, whereas Jones is just a, you know, he is what he is, isn't he? But 
Um, yeah, I think if you keep them two together, I think we're going to do well. I think it's the um, it's the first half we've not scored in this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So obviously going in at nil nil was different, but that keeper was pretty busy, wasn't he, in that game? Oh yeah, yeah, it was all over the place. <laughs> so do, do you remember well years seen. ago when we were doing a generally good team? If anyone came to Old Trafford and got a result, it was generally because the goalkeepers played a blinder, <coughs> and that's not happened for a few years. Heat and maybe last year, but for, for a long time, goalkeepers have come to United, got a nil nil draw, and not had much to do. And I think that today he was a bit unlucky when he in the end the, the keeper. But I just think that's good to see that, that uh, keepers are playing. That the first goal he was a bit, he was a bit. I feel not from the good. from the set piece. Yeah, I hope his dad's yeah. really pissed <laughs> off with it. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, um, yeah. I mean, Pogba was shooting for fun in that first half, mm. wasn't he? Yeah, I thought he he wasn't the best today, but um, you know, I'm glad to see he was um, trying to shoot a lot more. You know, he's he's a he's a really good player. I I, I just thought. We, they were all getting in each other's way a little bit, but in the end, it's good to see them all, you know, having a go. And they did; they just persisted all, all throughout. It, I think the main talking point in the first half, um, apart from the fact that Leicester fans still sing your shit ah, after free, after <laughs> goal kicks, which I thought had stopped about 20 years ago. I think just have the fucking league took off them for that person. But, uh, <laughs> the big talking point was uh, the disallowed goal, which everybody, yeah, well, ev- everyone I've spoke to, I, I, I'm not, I, I haven't seen it back, but everybody I've spoke to said that it was, uh, it should have been allowed. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was funny because at the concourse at our time, MUTV <laughs> didn't show it on the highlights, which made me think it probably was because they reckon that they're not allowed to show certain things in case they make the, the crowd a bit irate and stuff yeah. like that, like mm-hmm. when they used to have the big <laughs> screens up on, on football pitches. So, um, just when I meet you. Look at look at the uh, didn't get the rubber. Well, we got a penalty. That was a bit harsh. Weren't we'll, it? Come, we'll come with that penalty in a the minute. Greatest, <laughs> the greatest thing about the penalty though was the Leicester fans were still shouting "handball, handball, handball" from the one a few seconds earlier, and then we got one off it. Yeah, exactly. The um, there was no way United fans were going to get irate today because judging by the fact that for the first time in probably about six years, I actually saw a kick off because I walked in straight. Obviously, United had offered what was it? Half price booze. Half price, yeah. Food yeah, yeah. Booze. yeah. Well, I walked in. I walked into W10 under the Stratford end, and it looked like a fucking hurricane had been through it. It, it, it was just there was just bottles and food everywhere. All the staff looked like looked like the world had ended. Uh, they were having a proper tough time of it. Quite so. good for us because it staggers out the the um, crowd, doesn't it? Yeah. Normally, you just got hammered. You had about four people around you yeah. from. Oh, I walked in. There was half shit an hour before. I know it's around uh, North Stand. It was a lot quieter this mm. time. Normally, it's. It's really bad. It gets really bad like 10 minutes before. Yeah. I'm were you walking around yeah, there with that coat on? For once, for once, I think the club should be praised for little initiatives like that. You know, it's, it's not for me. I personally, what's the point of getting in there an hour early to go and pay pub prices anyway? But if they're going to do things like that, yeah, no, of course it is. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Summer coat, yeah. Blue Me looks <laughs> the most terrorist looking person we've got here has actually got a long orange oh. coat on today and he looks like even more like he's just walked out of Guantanamo oh, Bay. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought United started the second half really, really brightly. Um, came out a couple of, you know, a lot of. United like looked like they had a lot of urgency about them today. Yeah, that, that's what that gets the crowd going as well, doesn't mm-hmm. it? If you play with a little bit of tempo, first time passes, get the ball forward very quickly. I like, you know, I've been a big fan of Carrick and Herrera over the years, but you don't half notice that difference in Matic when he gets the ball and straight away he gets the ball forward really, really quickly. With there was overlapping players out wide. Notice that, and when when um, you know we're on top of a team a bit more, he moves forward with it as well. Whereas Carrick would pass it out wide, he carries the ball 
you know, 15 yards and then passes it, doesn't he? He, 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 had a real, he, he did really well today, man. He's going to be one of them players that obviously you don't really notice much and don't think they're going to make much difference. But it's the impact he has on the entire team. It's I feel it's going to be repeated quite a lot that he's going to be man of the match, more or less. Yeah. Every, every game now. Except today. Yeah, except today. He looked like he got a bit of a nosebleed, though, when he, when he does go in the opponent's penalty area. He does like to be just outside it, doesn't he? But, uh, yeah. yeah, it was another, another, was another solid game. We appreciate the partners who help fund this website so that you can listen to it for free. And we have a new one, Harry's. Harry's is an American company, and I received a package from them a couple of weeks ago. Quite a cool package with a razor inside and some shaving cream and you can receive the same one for just £2.95. Here's the story. Two best friends, Jeff and Andy, were fed up with being overcharged for razors. They did the research and found out there's no real reason for razors to cost so much. So they started their own razor company, that's Harry's, four years ago. And since then they've been making shaving better, so they say, for over three million men in America. They've just launched in the UK now. And they, they thought that there's only one way to ensure quality in shaving and they wanted to cut out some of the costs which had made the blades so expensive so they bought a factory with a hundred years of blade making experience and by controlling that blade making process they take less profit and pass those savings directly on to the people buying the blades so the result is a, a decent shave at a, a very decent price so for £2.95 you can get a trial set which includes a weighted ergonomic razor handle, five precision engineered blades with a lubricating strip, you get some foam gel, um, it's fine to me, my wife liked the smell of it, it just seemed like normal shave gel if I'm honest. Uh, a travel blade cover, and it comes in a decent box, it's usually £11.50 but you can get it for £2.95. Uh, you, to get started, and claim your trial set, you need to go to harrys.com forward slash united. That's harrys.com forward slash united. And I think it's definitely worth doing for 2 95 If you like it, carry on, and they'll deliver the blades to you as often or as infrequently as you want. So no more piss balling about in supermarkets, asking people to unlock cases with expensive razor blades in them. I'd give it a try, £2.95, well less than a cost of, of a pint. And then they deliver them uh, to your house. I think it's a decent idea and appreciate them supporting this podcast as well. There was a couple of good chances for Leicester in that second half. Uh, Maris particularly mm. started to create, cause a bit of drama. They had one very late on as well, didn't they? But um, I don't know, there was nothing really that... You, you never ever felt like they were going to get anything out of the game, did you? They had a, they had a ten minute period, didn't they, second half? With the, which, well, I think that was up, was that a nil-nil? Um, where they were a bit threatening, but I wasn't really concerned. They've else. got a lot of pace, haven't they, on account of the way that Vardy and... Uh, Great, but I don't know. I just thought Simone. I'm going to bring the boxing up in a bit. That'll set you off. No, um, what, what, with that, Mares looked dangerous, didn't he? That was the one. And um, is he have to leave? He was obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a looks a decent player as well, doesn't he? Yeah. I don't think um, Daily Blind enjoyed it one on one with him. A couple of times, yeah. yeah. No, he didn't. He definitely didn't. I um, what I did like about Blind, though, he did get caught out, but I thought his work rate today was exceptional. 
Yeah, he was always on the overlap as well. Um, but when he when he got in the final third, it, it was his crossing that let him down, weren't it? Yeah. You're always going to get that from him, though. So he, you know, he's always going to give a good solid seven out of ten, isn't he? But he just, I think he's a bit slow at times. He's still the one area I think yeah. where we, we lack a little bit, a bit of quality out there. But um, he's, he's he's just one. I mean, you can't have a squad full of superstars, but he probably shouldn't be playing every week either. If you've you know if you've got ambitions of winning, right. winning big pots, we're still shit at penalties, though, aren't we? Um, yeah, and I don't, I don't well, really I just know why. You up for a yeah. wind, you know? No, no, I don't. I don't really know why he's he's taking him. Um, I know John will probably have his success rate here, but um, whenever I've seen him take one for Everton and Chelsea, I just thought he was um, quite poor with him. So I, I would have liked one matter to take it really for United, um, but you know he's 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 missed one, and you know maybe he can mend, mend his stupid run up. Funny story though about Lukaku penalty when we come back from the cup semi final last year and I got him and he was that bladded and he had absolutely no idea that Lukaku had missed a penalty against us. Thought it was winding him up. Oh, yeah. I had to get it up on my foot. He was that bladded. <laughs> I'm not going to criticise him because I've just learned something. <laughs> <laughs> Did he? I don't remember that. Did yeah, he miss yeah, a penalty? Fucking hell. Was that Baines that missed it all? That was at Old Trafford, yeah. No recollection of that whatsoever. So hang on, so let me get this right. Somebody who missed a penalty, we've just let somebody who missed a penalty against us take a penalty, yeah. Um, do we, I know it's hard to give anyone with the surname Schmeichel any credit whatsoever, not even for winning trebles. Um, do we give him credit for the save? No. It's just a good height, isn't it? If you go the right way, it doesn't matter how hard you he hit could it. Sell, even he could sell where he was going to place it, so he, he was ready for it. it was, nah, no credit. Simple as that. <laughs> right, so it's all Lukaku's fault, yeah. And I'm definitely not giving him credit for his goalkeeping for our first goal, which is um, really poor. Yeah. What? Um, yeah. I mean, what are your thoughts on the decision to let him take that? Obviously, he's in. He's obviously his confidence is high, but he doesn't look like a penalty taker when you've got natural takers like Ant mentioned. Matter. I think Pogba should have took it. I always think penalty-wise, you should always let your strikers have them if they're any good at them. Just simply because it's a goal, you know, they, they thrive off goals. But yeah, he's not got a mass, uh, he's not got a great record, has he, in the past? I don't think. But um, he's yeah, missed three of his last six. I was told. Personally, I'd, I'd have let Pogba take it, but um, I don't know, you, you're going to score some. You miss some. Didn't Mourinho say at one point last season if one of his takers had missed, he'd, he'd go to the next person? Well, I think that was Van Gaal when it did was that. that yeah. The problem is, is though, it's not you know match conditions. Um, you can't practice something like that in training, can you? So, and you also the, these goalkeepers now they'll watch. Before the match, they'll be watching videos of your last five penalties. So, it's um, you know you can't. It's not something you can practice on the training ground because it's not the same conditions, is it? So, like you say, Matt I took five out of five, or Lukaku scored five out of five. He, he's he's taking the penalties because Matt's of that. One last season as well, didn't I? Yeah, Matt's and, missed I, one. I've got something in my brain that matters. Missed one for United sure. as well. Zlatan did as well, I think. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I think if you went back long enough, you could find a shit. Because I, I, I reckon our recent track record of uh, of penalty success rates is must be one of the worst in the league. Because we shit at him, and we're oh, even yeah. worse when it comes to shooting. Sure pretty Rooney was quite good at him, weren't he? He was all right once he missed the chunk. Probably, yeah. Yeah. probably not had a great one since Van Nistelrooy. Yeah. 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 Right, something we need to sort out though, that because it might it could have cost us today. Well, you get the sense that with the way that United are getting in amongst defenders in tight positions with sort of neat neat passes, like United are going to get quite a few penalties this year. Yeah, and Rashford gets brought down every five minutes when he's on the pitch, doesn't he, at the yeah, moment? He's that tricky. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Absolutely. That run-up need. Right. If he is going to take another one, he can't do a run-up like that. No, I don't I don't mm. understand it. It's like It was like that <coughs> um, idiotic 
Italian guy in the World Cup when he it was a bit like that, <laughs> weren't it? When he just and I remember Lukaku putting one over the bar for Chelsea in a Super Cup, I think, um, similar to that. Just and put him lowing in the corner. That's all. The keeper can't get anywhere near it, can they? The no, they they'd never misplace a pass like that. So what, you know, why do you misplace a? Just pretend it's a person not selling a post. You wouldn't, run up, you wouldn't run up to do anything like that, would you? It's just you know, it's just like it looks like the start of an escape in a cartoon. That's what he was doing. You know, they run on, they run on the, they run on the spot for a minute and then off they go. Fucking, yeah, weirdo. Um, Right, um, it didn't seem to affect him though, which was a positive. He, he carried on grafting. Carried, on, carried on missing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What well, um, that goal though came at a, an important time because you just started. We were starting to creep into one of these days' territories there, weren't we? Yeah, and we, you know, we have to say Rashford, how good he's, he was. Brilliant against West Ham, weren't he? Not so good against Swansea, <coughs> but today he, he made the difference. I don't, I don't know. Did he pass it for the second goal? Uh, Lingard, 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 right. Yeah. But I think Rashford had something to do with it because yeah, I think he carried it. Lingard, yeah, yeah, and um, he, he really did well, Rashford, when he came on today. Looked hungry again as well. Um, that's a lot of sub goals this year already, isn't it? Martial must have a couple, must have, and then obviously two today. But there's been a lot of goals when we've made subs as well, aren't there? Even if it's been scored by players who are on the pitch, and that, that's obviously probably one of the most pleasing things you'll like. The fact if if you are struggling, you can bring players off the bench. We did, we did question his subs last year. Like we were thinking, like what's what's he doing here? But so far, he's got him absolutely spot on. Yeah, that was brilliant when um, when uh, Mata was sorry, no, when Martial was when I saw Rashford coming on, I thought he was going to do a straight swap. Now I think he would have done last year, mm. but I, I loved how he how he um, mm. had them both on the field with Lukaku when we were pressing for the win, and uh, you know, and uh, that, that's really attacking that, and that's what we want to see in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was good for Martial having come on and scored twice, and he's obviously in a decent frame of mind at the minute to to get the nod to start it. And he did, he did, he was pretty hungry and played well, didn't he? But he played all right. Just sometimes the ball didn't break for him. It was always a threat, and he cutting inside. Yeah. The defenders did quite well with him, I thought. But I, I think he's a great player. I think player of the season a year ago but he um, just had a bit of a bad season last year I think the thing with Mourinho is though, it doesn't matter how good you are if you're not playing to your best he won't just let you you know he's not going to let you just ride along he wants to bring the best out of every player he's got in there and if you're not playing to your best and I think long term it will uh, it will be beneficial that's for him. what I said before it was good just hooking him for this game and then bringing him on last half an hour and just seeing how he did and it worked so. second goal killed it dead didn't it yeah, and United didn't really seem interested in attacking after that. So, you know, um, what the match slowed down, but the, the business was done, weren't it? So, yeah. Um, Fellaini keeps coming on and having a bit of an impact, doesn't he, John? <laughs> He's got a brilliant bit of chest work again today. Moyes was right about him when he'd have probably missed if it was along the ground. But no, do you know what? He's another one of the players, and as long as he's only come on as a sub, not really that bothered. But he he, he does his bit, I suppose. Mourinho really, just seem to know, bring him on at the right times and play him in the right games, doesn't he? Three managers can't be wrong with him. So like, well, same. two of them can. Well, you praise David Moyes You know what I mean, though. Like they, they they do like him, and with the best manager in the world, you know, likes <laughs> him got, as well. He's so. got a role for him as well, and a clear role for him because as soon as that when goal went Brandon in, Rogers in it? <laughs> <laughs> as soon as that goal went in his tracksuit was off weren't it so he's, he knows what yeah, he's, he's uh, the using man, him for he's, yeah. the, he's the go-to man no doubt about it um, important to just get that it's, it, it, if we had got out of that game today with a draw I'd be missed a penalty going in a stew on that over an international break it's nice to go into that three wins banked in it yeah, I mean, in fairness, we did that last last year anyway, didn't we? But it does feel a bit different today, and especially with City obviously nicking it today. Um, 
you've, you've got to go into it feeling lost, confident, uh, aren't you? Lost count many times last year before the national break, but them sort of results happened, so it's, it's good to... And it's positive this year because I remember last year we had City at home and then Liverpool and Chelsea close together away, so we've got a real chance here, the first 10 games really putting a marker down, so... You're looking at eight yeah, wins, two I'm, draws I'm, there. I'm, I'm, glad we're not, um, I'm glad we're not playing like a good team in the next few weeks I, I, I'd like a couple more weeks to get settled Would you know one thing I've always said obviously they've gone about league you know you've got to play everybody home and away but I still think there's a massive advantage if you get the fixtures in your fit when Leicester won the league two years ago their first ten games were against the, all the crap alright they've still got to play the better teams but they go into that, that run of periods yeah. having won eight of them yeah. you get that momentum and I think that's uh, Obviously, they say it's random, but I think if you get a good run of fixtures early doors, I think it's massive for that. They had a good run the, the season before that because they faced all the shite getting out of relegation. And then they went it into them. City. It was the yeah. City game. It, just uh, uh, on. it was yeah. the City game at the council house where yeah. everybody suddenly thought, oh, hang on. We've got a couple of players. This, compared to this time last year, we've got players on the bench who are really knocking on the door, haven't we? So, that, I, think that, I think the first big, the first real big test, I think, is you'd, I think you'd probably say Everton. Is Everton at home before Liverpool away? Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, Everton at home, it, it's not going to be easy that because they're a decent side now and he's got them in a good, good place. But you'd expect United to be that. Anfield away is where you're going to get the first real look as to what this squad's going to do, isn't it? But it's one of them. You've always said the same thing: beat the bottom 14 teams home and away. Yeah. Go to Liverpool and park the bus, nick a nil nil. Get everyone off. pissed off about it, are you? You don't have to go there and roll over from, do you? But you've got to start beating the crap, which we didn't do last year, but That's this year we have. You beat, you beat all them, and you're more than likely going to be up there for the title. Yeah, so totally great. record used to be bobbins against the top teams. 2008, didn't we lose to City? City and Liverpool beat us home and away, I think, that year. So it's... Um, it, it, beat all the rubbish teams. You win the league, simple as that. Yeah, good stuff. Um quick couple of things to finish off but before we get on to them um, your man of the match today Bailey for me Doves I don't really like giving it to a centre half when you've uh, when you've battered him like that but he was brilliant I thought Pogba was brilliant first half I thought a bit quiet second half but yeah I probably have to go by you as well I thought Martial had a decent spell at times um, I'll, I'm going to go for Bailey yeah, yeah well I'm going to get outnumbered I thought you a couple of players had good halves I thought Matic and Pogba and Martial had good first halves yeah. I think the two players who had good games from start to finish were Phil Jones and, and Eric Bailly. Um, and uh, just to be awkward, I'm going to say Jones. Not that it matters because you have obviously outvoted me, <laughs> as you always do. But um, So, yeah, uh, Phil Jones, uh, not Phil Jones, Eric Bailly's United's man of the match. Um, don't we always end up giving it defenders? Yeah, we do. Probably a good thing, though, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Chris Smalling plays. So. <laughs> I, give, I give it Rashford versus West Ham. Yeah, so. no, fair enough. A um, couple of things, obviously, to finish off. Um, we signed a Swedish player this week. Yeah, and it's, it's, I'm a bit concerned because um, I, I don't see it as the type of relationship where Zlatan's going to sit on the bench. So that means either we're dropping Lukaku or at times. But look, hopefully we'll have a lot of games. So that's the downside. But it'd be really interesting to see how he uses him because it, it'll need all these good man management to make keep them both happy and. United winning games definitely people, I think people are just like putting two and two together when it comes to how well we started the season because there's pace in the team you know and people are thinking you know is that a backward step he's not going to give you that same mobility that Lukaku does but you could have 60 odd games this season you know and we've, we've literally got one out and out striker mm. I don't see how, how arm it can have to, to have him in the squad I think between the two of Lukaku and Ibrahimovic you should be looking at 50 goals between them both so I can see the concerns but he has to come in for me as a as a a backup rather than a, 
moving Lukaku play him um, a bit deeper you know and Lukaku in front of him because he, there was someone yeah. saying that about him the other day yeah. that he because um, he could I think he could play that role it's muscle isn't it yeah but you know. you'd, like I said you just worry a little bit about that lack of mobility that you get from him but I think the team's set up a little bit differently this year now you've got Matter in there Martial's obviously playing well Rashford's adding a bit more end product to his game so um, I, I, I think it's a no brainer of a signing yeah, I, I don't mind it's it's good summer round. We've got a lot of games coming up, so you might as well. He's got experience as well, so 20. Well, how many goals was it last year? 20 odd goals? 28. Yeah. We're going to injuries as well, aren't yeah, we? Exactly. We're all on the way. Cup games and stuff like that. It's it's worth having around. I think there was elements last year of where yeah. we didn't really have a plan B. It was him, and we had yeah. to put up with it. Whereas now, I think there were so many options in that sort of front five or six players mm-hmm. that he's just not going to get used to the level he did. I think. Um, I think there's two elements to this. I think he's a dressing room and a training ground signing because I think he clearly makes people feel better about themselves and he's going to help some of these new guys coming on. I think there's that. But I also do think Mourinho feels like he owes him one a little bit. You know, he did. He was a talisman last season and if if he gets the chance to win, Maybe a, a title or something else here. I think uh, I think he probably feels I do owe him one, so it does it does make sense. I think it speaks volumes about the place we're at right now as well. That for the fact he actually wants to stay, yeah. I believe he's had a massive pay cut to stay as well, because he obviously feels that you know we we're not far away in terms of uh, oh, a trophy. Show. And I think that's I think that speaks volumes about the club as much as it does. Mm. Uh, even much. Yeah. Um, he doesn't play for us anymore, but Wayne Rooney called time on his international career um, this week and he did it in absolutely brilliant style by getting recalled and then fucking quitting, which I thought was ace. Um, right per spoil. Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, I know I know we'll get slagged off for bringing him up because he doesn't play for us, but uh, it was some career that, wasn't it? The maddest thing about Rooney this week is the fact United fans have all been the same ones who've been slagging him off for the past three years. have couldn't go out of the way enough to praise him for scoring against Sitter. I still think he's a. He's a I think it's a good move for him to go back to Everton. I think it's a new lease of life, you know, and a bit I of motivation. Think was, uh, I think he was going stale a bit. Uh, let's be honest, he was a bit, and he, he, it's, he has had a new lease of life. He looks fitter as well. So. He's quitting. He's quitting England to play, carry on playing football for his club, and that's what he's done. Yeah, and they're playing him. They played him in both Europa League games as well. So he's, he's going to have a big workload this year, which is um, I can see him see him tailing off. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely right. That's us. Uh, that's us done. Um, good win for United. We're going to go into the international break um, in good moods. Uh, we still haven't had a goal scored against us yet, and everyone's happy. Um, even Ants found it really, really difficult to uh, to have a moan. So um, we're going to head off into the night now because it's, uh, it's gone. Our, what time is it? Half eight. Christ Almighty! I hate half fives at home. They're all right away. But, um, um, anyone bothering with that circus at quarter past four in the morning? Can't be asked. Not watching <laughs> it. No, she can change his ass. Oh, you mean a boxer? No, no. You're bothering. Well, I've, I've been moaning about it for quite a while now, so it'd look a bit ridiculous if I went downstairs and paid 20 quid for it at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. We're uh, we're all off to bed like old men by the sound of it. Um, um, right, that's it for this mag. Is that right? And, uh, and yeah, got yeah. Nothing left. Done it. So I've got one magazine in my back pocket. Right, so, well, thank you for everybody who's bought that. Um, so the next mag, new mag, will be out against uh, Everton at home. Is that correct? That's right. Yeah. 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 So new mag against Everton. Obviously, we'll keep the podcast coming. And also, if you go onto the United We Stand page on YouTube, you can subscribe there. And uh, Andy's got a load of good stuff on there. There's a really good interview with Martin Edwards, um, which you can see. But uh, until then, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.